You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Looking forward to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor Banquet comes up November 18th at the Cashin Building on the Baylor campus. A tremendous group of Baylor uh, alums that will be inducted into the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame, one of whom representing Baylor football joins us now, former Baylor linebacker Doak Field is with us. And Doak, welcome to you, and congratulations on being selected to the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Well, thank you, John. It's uh, it was a it was a huge shocker when Walter Abercrombie called me back in late June to tell me it was late at night and I thought there was an emergency. <laughs> I, I knew it was Walter calling, but I never expected this. And uh, but it's it's an honor, and I'm uh, very grateful and and humbled by by this. Like I've, I've told you before. I won't believe it until November 18th is done. In the book. <laughs> I think we've promoted it enough. I think you're good. I think you're in like Flint. So uh, congratulations and really very deserving. You were on some really, really good Baylor teams, and you were one of the top players uh, you know, on those teams, uh, 79 and 80 specifically. Um, but And you're going in with a great class. Uh, do you know, have you seen the list of those that are yes, uh, yes. inducted with you? Yes, I have. I hope I get to speak first i don't want to follow i don't want to follow some of these folks and uh you know i also kidded uh, a bunch of people that have said congratulations is that uh it's it's you really know who the old guys are by the pictures they chose <laughs> Uh, the black and white. There were only two guys that had black and white yeah. pictures. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a telltale sign, isn't it? When your picture is black and white, everybody else's is color. Yep, yep. That that's is okay, great. Though. That is great. Well, uh, let uh, let's talk about your recruitment to Baylor. Out of uh, it was Burnett High School, right? It was Burnett High School coming to Baylor. Who recruited you to Baylor, and what was that process like? Well, it, it was. I, it, you know, it was back before they had coined the term uh, blue chip, I think. I don't remember it being used much. I was I know they for me they used the word sleeper. He was a sleeper, which meant to me either I was from a very, very small school <laughs> or I was playing under the radar yeah. because nobody really knew about me. Right. Whatever it was, it got it heated up real fast and furious and uh Daryl Royal was still coaching when they uh, the University of Texas reached out. He was the first coach to offer me a scholarship. And as a little boy growing up in, in uh, Texas, you know, I wanted to be a Longhorn. Sure. They, they were 1969 uh, national champions. And I, boy, Steve Wooster, Jim Bertelson, Cotton Spire, James Street, all those guys. I just, uh, I, I just worshipped those guys. And when he offered me that. Uh, scholarship and then shortly thereafter all these coaches were calling and uh, uh, the the guy though that uh, really had magic was coach Cotton Davidson mm. by far coach Davidson was the number one reason I chose uh, Baylor he recruited me we had a lot of similarities his he grew up in a rural atmosphere as did I uh, he was living on a ranch still doing some ranching at that time and uh, of course we did ranching at our political place there between Burnett and Lampasas. So I could really relate to him. And, 
he was the number one uh, reason. He talked me off of the burnt orange cliff mm. a couple of times because uh, Texas made a huge push. A&M made a big push. University of Houston, the, Nash, uh, the uh, Southwest Conference champs that year, yeah. made a big push. Um, so, yes, I, uh, I I give Cotton. I tell him often I appreciate him with everything I've gotten, all the experiences I had, and a Southwest Conference championship, a Peach Bowl uh, championship, all those things could have never happened without Cotton, number one. And then behind him would be Corky Nelson, the my linebacker coach, and, and then Coach Taft uh, because he challenged uh, all of us that came in that year to uh, leave four years later, leave Baylor at a, a position it had never been before, and, which is what we did with 10 wins that uh, 1980 season. Yeah, conference championship year. Growing up in Burnett, that had to have been, uh, I mean, that was a big deal for you to say yes to Baylor and say no to the University of Texas. It was huge because, you know, it was only a 45-minute drive back in those days before the Austin Sprawl. You could get to Austin real easy. And I uh, <laughs> I was uh, getting a lot of pressure. And, you know, these were, these were from folks that I have a great, still to this day, have a great deal of respect for. Uh, that wanted me to become a Longhorn, a few that wanted me to become an Aggie. Um, there's not many back in those days. There weren't many Baylor folks around uh, the Burnett Central Texas area. Horseshoe Bay hadn't been really developed much at that point, so you didn't have many uh, Baylor alums uh, around this area. So it was it was uh, Longhorn number one, and and I, I had a lot of pressure uh, to make that decision. And when I chose Baylor with the help of Coach Davidson and the fact that I wanted to play against Georgia, Kentucky, Ohio State, and Nebraska, and not Slippery Rock and all these other <laughs> little schools. Uh, you know, a lot of people couldn't believe I made that decision, but uh, I did, and, and uh, it worked out. It worked out. It, could, it was like a dream come true. I would say it worked out really, really well. So answer me this question. Uh, graduating from Burnett High School in the mid-'70s, was your hair longer then or longer now? You didn't see me lately. I, oh. I go, I go through stages where I, I <laughs> you know, now that I'm, uh, I've been retired for about five years and I, I have two small ranches, and so anybody that lives in Central Texas and has a ranch knows that you're always fighting cedar and uh, all the other invasive uh, right. trees and mesquite. So I spend a lot of time, uh, I, I coined myself as a cedar chopper several several years ago. Okay. And, um, you know, if you looked at my hands, you'd see the, the cedar wax on my fingers. But that's, uh, I enjoy being out there with my, I got three old dogs that go out, that jump in the back of the Can-Am. We get, I got three chainsaws back there in case one doesn't fire up and, we work we work several hours a day uh, cleaning up and and burning brush and doing all those things. So it's exactly what I wanted to do, but um, it's a lot of fun. I yeah, just, let's say that. Very cool, very good. So you're clean cut uh, cedar yeah, chopper now. Yeah, yeah. I am. I have been for a while. I, I <laughs> had the wild hair of running for Burnett County Judge last year or earlier this year. And I felt like if I'm going to run for uh, office in Burnett County, I better clean up. So those couple of years of having one haircut every year or two years are over. I think I'm too old and, and uh, 
you get when you get that little bald spot up on top. That just, <laughs> not, not very, not very yeah. cool. Yeah, I got you. So you come to Baylor, uh, work, step right in. Did you start four years? Did you start all four years at linebacker? Not the whole season. I, okay. I started officially. Started one game. I got put in uh, in 1977, my freshman year. We switched our defense. Um, I think after Gary Don Johnson got his knee hurt, and it changed the whole complexion of our defense. Mm. You know, we we had a tough schedule. We were playing at Nebraska, at Houston that year, and uh, we had an open date. And I don't remember exactly when it was, but I think it might have been before the Arkansas game. And so we switched from a 54 defense from a five-man front because losing Gary Don was just a huge gap. And we went to the 46, and that allowed Mike to come in and start Mike Singletary to start right. at the middle linebacker. And we had Jerry Harrison was our only returning linebacker and uh, Dennis Durall, a junior college guy. But in the Texas game, which was the second to last game of the season, we were playing in Austin against number one ranked Texas. Dennis, Dennis Durall got hurt right before halftime and I got put into the game. And um, I, I don't know if it was my, um, my competitive juices that started flowing because they were wearing burn orange, but I always tried to play extra hard against the Longhorns, even as a 18 year old freshman. So I had one of my better games in my whole four year career from, from a statistics standpoint and only played half the game down at Austin against the number one ranked Longhorns. Wow. So, and then the next week I started against TCU, a legitimate start and uh, promptly got hurt early in the game uh, not a not a major injury but didn't play the whole game and but then from 78 79 and 80 all three linebackers Mike Singletary myself and Lester Ward all three of us started three years consecutively wow, wow. which which is kind of hard to do but uh, we did it and that I think that gave us some some uh, uh, some a, a huge advantage from a defensive standpoint, and and uh, it, it, I think it bore bore itself out when you look at what we were able to do, though, especially seventy nine and eighty. Yeah, that's very rare, uh, especially these days, to have you know three quality linebackers starting together for three years consecutively like that. Doke, I've always thought that the seventy nine season and the win over Clemson in the Peach Bowl to cap that season, I've always thought that was a real um uh springboard into the eighty championship season. How do you remember that? Well, you know, I get asked why it was the best team you played on. They, they everybody thinks it was the eighty season because we won the Southwest Conference or the seventy nine because we won the Peach Bowl and beat uh, a good Clemson team that would win the national championship a year or two later. But it really, I think, personally, you got to go back to the 78 team, hmm. which in my opinion was better talented than the 79 and 80 overall raw talent. And we opened against at Georgia, at Kentucky, at Ohio State. And then we played Houston and SMU. Unfortunately, we lost all five of those games by two points, six points, uh, four points, another two-pointer between the hedges. And so we were 0-5 going into play number 12-ranked A&M, and that's when Walter Abercrombie busts out for 205 or 10 yards rushing. But then we beat TCU, and then we, we start losing again. We lost to Tech. We lost to Arkansas. And lo and behold, we lost to Rice. Mm. 
So we're two and eight playing the Longhorns, who are ranked number nine in the nation in Waco, and we beat them 38 to 14. And um, that team, though, I think that year we had the most draft choices uh, of any of the teams I played on. Um, Greg Hawthorne was the number one uh, draft choice running back, went to the Steelers. There were just over and over a bunch of guys. Now, we had great players in 79 and uh, 80, but from my perspective, that's when it started because play, I thought, and it's one of the reasons I chose Baylor, was I wanted to play between the hedges of Georgia. I wanted to go play on the Kentucky Bluegrass. I wanted to play in the horseshoe up at Ohio State. Uh, you know, I wanted to go to Nebraska and play there uh, at Memorial Stadium. I wanted to go um, to um, uh, Birmingham. Uh, really, I wanted to go to Tuscaloosa. But right. Of course, you need to be careful what you ask for. <laughs> we went to Birmingham, and it wasn't too pretty, uh, especially after the end of the third quarter. Yeah. But that's that. I wanted to play against the best, and 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 I think that those teams, all four years, were great teams. But I think it all started in '78 because we played that type of competition. You go to '79, and other than Alabama, I don't, well, I think. Houston and, and uh, Texas were right in the top ten, and maybe Arkansas when we played them. But uh, the 1980 season, and I'll, I'm going to just admit this: the Southwest Conference was not as strong in 1980 as it was because we won the conference by a full three games, right? And we were the only team that went undefeated. And I think all the other teams, SMU, Texas, they all lost at least three times. They were beating each other, so irregardless we're cruising along at seven and zero at one point until we played some team from california <laughs> that i easily forget the name of which you know we all know how that turned out right it shouldn't have been and i still contend today if we had played anybody other than san jose state i'm sorry if we'd played anybody in the cotton Bowl other than alabama that year had we beaten san jose state mm-hmm. and finished undefeated for the season we would have played somebody another other than Alabama, or hopefully we would we could have in the Cotton Bowl, and we would have won. Um, I think the Alabama, Bear Bryant, the Mystique, the uh, previous year when they beat us um, forty-five to nothing in Birmingham, um, just wore us down. And I think that played a, a mental uh, game with us in the Cotton Bowl because uh, we were much better than that score reflected. But it is what it is. You know, years after I got I got drafted by the, the Eagles and played for the Cardinals, EJ Jr., the first round draft choice right. linebacker for the Cardinals, uh, you know, I don't think he was consoling me, but he said, Dope, he says, We played out we played Notre Dame that year, we played some great teams, but nobody, none of the teams hit as hard as Baylor did, played as tough as Baylor did. He said we had multiple players that were in ice down after the game, especially Major Ogilvy, the running back, who scored a bunch of touchdowns on us, and they were short runs. But EJ said he couldn't even walk. And and I said, well, you know, that that's a little little consolation because you guys scored 75 points on us to our two, <laughs> those two times we played. So right. it doesn't make me feel much better, but it was a huge disappointment in, in uh, January 1 of 1981 to walk off the Cotton Bowl floor having lost uh, to a team that at one point it was 6-2 to two, until right before halftime it seemed like. Um, and for us to lose to those guys like we eventually did, it was the typical Alabama 
deal where they'll score all their points in the fourth quarter because they've worn you down with sure. the second and third team. It's just nearly as good as the first team. Wow. Well, uh, great reminiscing, great stories. You were on some really, really good teams and key players uh, on those teams. And congratulations again being selected to the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. We look forward to the banquet coming up in November. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Great to visit with you, Doke. Thanks very much. You bet. Thank you.